0: Hey, Pleasure Posse. I'm Nell, your pleasure coach, and I'm here to kibosh the fear society has around women and V-Squad's pleasure. Welcome to Millennial Triggered. talking about tension orgasms today. There you go. Now you know what we're talking about. You can choose to stay. You can choose to leave. <sighs> a few things before we get there. Kai, I don't know what this kind of accent is, but we'll just go with it. Ooh, a little, little bit of a Zimbabwean border accent. Those of you who have listened to the first season know that I have an ex-fiancé who is a is Zimbabwean. This is how they talk. I'm from Zimbabwe. It's like this, um, like this South African, but um, kind of like fuck. I don't even know the <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever this is, it's not it. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's how I'm starting this. Great. So tension orgasms. Don't know why my ex fiancé went in there. But, oh, because of the accent. Right, right, right. Okay, few things before we get into it today. I am in a mood and you're going to hear about it. It has nothing to do with you guys. It has everything to do with my father. Okay, you're going to hear maybe, I don't know, this mic picks up quite a bit. You, I mean, it, it can hear me constantly swallowing my saliva every single fucking moment of this goddamn podcast. You can hear in every single episode of me going right. <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah, and I, I don't know how to stop it. I suppose I'd have to stop. something to ask. What did saliva. I say? I don't know. There's a fan in my room, uh, in my in my living room, in my office, whatever this place is. Um, And you can hear it, I'm pretty sure, but it is a bitch of a day. It's quite hot here in Ontario, Canada. And um, obviously I can't have the air conditioner on. I don't know what this accent thing is about. You have the air con on because, you, yeah, you guys would hear it way too much. And my blessed doggy puppy who is licking some almond butter out of his Kong, needs some air. Um, so if you don't like the background, I'm sorry. It's, I mean, really, it's only going to be like this for two months, um, because that's all we get in Canada. Help us. So let's just dive in. I don't know what this accent thing is. Just bear with me. Um, obviously this is the energy today. So my friends, I'm finally getting used to this whole, y'all want to hear personal life stuff. I've been reassured one too many times from you, so here we go. First of all, thank you so much for everyone who reached out after my last podcast. I was so insecure about it. I thought, oh my God, these people are going to unfollow me because they hate me because I'm just like... But, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about today. And I just feel so down. And so many of you reached out to tell me that you appreciate what I'm doing. And, my God, it helped so much. Because when you're already doing this kind of work, God's work, a lot of people are against it. A lot of people are scared of the subject. And so you are constantly having to fight for the right and the space to speak up about um, sex, orgasms, V-squad stuff. Oh, my gosh. Guys, you guys. It's so cute. You guys send in and you'll, like, literally write a whole entire thing. And then you'll say V-squads. It is so amazing, honestly. You guys are take. Here I am using gendered language with the guys. But I, I can't do it all. Honestly, it is – Oh, it makes me so happy. I I've created the hashtag. I like so V Squad is the hashtag, and I'm just so excited. Um, so anytime you know you come across that or you want to talk about something that I've been chatting about, just put the hashtag V Squad. I think it's really cute. I'd love for it to kind of go viral and everyone kind of take the V Squad thing on and own it. Um, but it's just so it, it, I really start to see the impacts of the community when. I am reading a message from someone who is um, cis and straight and they're like, the squad. And I'm like, ah, this is so awesome, so cute. All right, so we are talking about orgasms, obviously, more so on the tension orgasms and we are talking about why the hell do I keep losing my orgasm? Um, Two days ago, I posted on Instagram grid post album thing Mm. slides about like what the uh, what what does a an orgasm actually feel like and i um compared it to a sneeze so if you haven't seen that find it (laughs) um i put what's today's july 7th i posted it mm, july 5th i believe 2021 so you can find it depending when you're listening to this in the future um of course. Let's go. No, guys. By the way, if you hear squeaky things, it's I'm in this very weird cold, old director's chair in my office. Um with bare legs and you know, it makes a sound. Um sure before we get into that, I want to talk about some stories. Not talk about. I want to tell you two things that happened to me this week. Oh my god. I've been debating if I should take the sound out, like the pause when I'm drinking my tea, but I think it adds effect. All right. <sighs> Which one to do today? All right. Well, okay. More, more, more. The other day I was walking my dog, Daxel. He's a Vener dog and he, <laughs> uh, we went out super early. Usually I'm not doing, I'm not an early walker. Um, so <laughs> get it, Nell Walker, early walker. So cute. So usually I don't go out super early, but I I was out early the the other day and um, came across a neighbor who lives across the street. Um, Very nice. We'll call her Amy, and um, she has a beagle. I really hope she doesn't listen to this. And but I'm just like, you know what? Plenty of people listen to this who shouldn't have listened to the podcast. And now I'm just like, you know what? If it helps, it helps. And if you find out some information about how I feel about you, well, it's just accurate and true. So I do apologize, but not really. So I'm walking see her. And she's the kind of person who she's like, hi. It's fucking 7 a.m., Amy. Hi, oh, my God and she toodles over she's like maybe mid 30s late 30s she toodles over the road with her her dog who has like this huge abscess on the side of her leg and I'm just like could you maybe alleviate some of that water retention for your dog because obviously she's having a bit of trouble there but okay (laughs) I won't I'm not Dr. Pimple Popper so let me just back off so we're talking and I had mentioned to her how um, the other day I had, when I had passed by her um, and her new boyfriend, I had, you know, I was playing it really cool. So I was just telling her, I'm like, yeah, I was playing it really cool, pretending like I didn't know anything about him because that would be so awkward for him if he's like, oh, this random neighbor you don't really know um, knows that we've been dating and now we're together. I don't know. So I was just telling her I was being cool. Anyway, um, she just starts talking about the relationship and, Oh, it's so good. This is how she talks. She, um, How does she sound? Oh, that is so funny. And she laughs way too much over things that are not funny. Like, something that you would like go, oh, ha good one. She was ah, oh, that is so funny. You're just so funny now. I'm like, okay, fuck off, Amy. So she <laughs> is... Telling me all about this guy. I'll call him Jason because that's his. Oh, wait. No, oh, it's not. Why? We'll call him. Oh, I'll call him Jason. So um, he's so perfect. He's so amazing. Oh, my God. We just work so well together. I'm like, okay. wait, he's in Niagara, right? So like for those of you who don't know Canada, Niagara Falls is like it's also in America. Um, no, no. It's like fucking three hours away from here. I live in Waterloo, Ontario. <laughs> That's the first time I'm telling <laughs> I always put my I always put my location As Toronto because people Can't find me as well But also I would love for people in Toronto Like producers and stuff to pick up the podcast And do that kind of stuff um, Get the word out that female Pleasure, V squad pleasure is Big news, big deal We'll rule the world once we figure it out Um, but like I'm from Waterloo and I'm just realized, fucking lean into it now. (laughs) Plenty of people are coming across the videos and the content who, um, you never wanted to and they live in your hometown and you don't even fucking target those ads. So those places not target, um, whatever I just said can't even do ads because I promote sexuality for women and via squads and, and it's like no don't we're going to melt if you do oh no let me just keep having sex with my wife as she unenjoys it and I carry on with my life while she makes bread why am I in this mood I'll tell you that's my dog drinking I'll tell you later it's my fucking dad you know fuck you know, anyone got one of those oh. so <laughs> um She's telling me all about her relationship, and so she's it's long distance. She sees him once a week. Um, Everything's going really well, except this one thing. Does anyone want to guess what the one thing is? It's just like this one small thing. So every two weeks, he just goes completely radio silent for two days. I'm like, oh, what's this mystery? I'm excited for this. Yeah, I would kind of be mythed as well. And then she opens her stupid mouth and she goes, yeah, he, he has a seven year old daughter. He sees every two weeks. I'm like, oh, no, I've lost all respect for you, Amy. Please remove the abscess off your dog's leg. I fucking could not handle myself. Now, as a younger person, I would have been like, "Oh, okay," and just kind of like gave her what she needed. But as as someone, <laughs> as someone who, um, done you know, done a lot of therapy now and then coaches people, I don't know. Things have really changed for me in how I view. Like how I view my response and how my response should be. So I'm like looking at her kind of bewildered that she's just said this, like this is a problem in the relationship that God forbid. Every two weeks, the father does the bare minimum by spending uninterrupted two day time with his seven year old daughter. And as someone myself who has a stepmother, And who also has dated a man with two kids. Um, And then just been around a shitload of women who have also been in this situation. Um, You just don't want to get into it. Anyway, I tried my best to stay open-minded and try to hear what she was going through. And she's like, it's not that I have a problem with him being with his daughter. Oh, really, Amy? That is so good of you. Would you like some kind of charity donation certificate so you can put it on your fucking taxes. It's 7 a.m. I am not used to talking this early in the morning. Um, but okay, let's dive into it. And then I, you know, uh, she's like, oh, I'll walk with you. I'm like, oh my God, please don't do that. What she doesn't like about the relationship is basically that she, she's like, I totally get it. No problem. Okay, great. But, like, he'll get to the point where he, um, like, he's been playing with her all day and then it's snapped like, bedtime, comes around to be, like, 8 and he's just so tired and he falls asleep and or he just doesn't have the energy to text me and, like, check in. And she's like, you know, like, if you could just check in, like, let me know, like, hi, that you're still thinking about me. I'm like, um... So I just said to her, I said, Amy, he's not thinking of you during those two days. <laughs> She's smaller than me. I'm uh, five nine and a half. So I, she must be fucking five, five. Yeah. So I, you know, I have to be aware of the energy that I um, exude. Because if you're talking to someone who's like your own height, you can kind of like they can take that energy, but then you've got like the towering over kind of like wah, wah, teacher bad kid kind of vibe. But I just said, good yeah, he's not thinking about you," and she didn't know how to handle it. I'm like, yeah, he's she's, he's not thinking of you, nor should he. <laughs> she didn't know what to do, and we just continue on and. I you know, I gave her my, my certifications as a as a like with the background I have in being a stepdaughter, um, and everything I just told you about having like dealing with people who have step or, um have kids and then another person in. And I said he I'm like, you need to do absolutely everything you possibly can on those two days <coughs> to reassure your own damn self. That he still loves you because you should not be requiring anything from this man during that time he needs to have like total permission he needs to feel really good and he needs to not feel like he's with his daughter but then at some point will need to message you because your feelings are hurt she had no idea how to take it she's like um okay okay So we kept walking, talking more, da 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 da, blah blah blah. blah. And then she, you know, she's kind of easing into my advice. And I'm not someone who gives unsolicited advice, so I did. I said, "Well, I did the thing I absolutely hate the most when people ask me," and I said, "Would you? Are you open to some back and forth on this?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Fuck, she could be a kindergarten teacher. That's how annoying she is when she opens her fucking mouth. And um. <laughs> So, as we are walking and talking, she then says another very annoying thing. This is what I'm really annoyed by. It's like, she, oh, this is who she was. If anyone has read or seen the movie, um, read the book, seen the movie, um, he's just not that into you. The main character, the woman, she's just like her. So naive, so naive, so annoying. Um, and somehow she keeps wanting to go for drinks with me and I don't understand it. So, um, don't get me wrong. She's sweet. She's whatever, but like fucking tone it down. Get your shit together. Go to therapy. Stop acting like this woman that is giving everyone else a fucking bad rep. So she says to me, I said, oh, I asked her, um, so have you met? the kid yet. Well, no, and that's another thing. Oh, I bet it is Amy. I bet it's another thing for you. Um and she's like, "I, you know, I'm, you know, really wanting to meet her. We'll call her fucking, I don't know, Lester. I oh, I don't know. <laughs> I like, think I'm really wanting to meet Lester like we talked on the phone the other day and I I think she <laughs> Lester's such an old name, uh but it's fine. Um, and, uh, you know, I keep bringing it up to Jason, like Daxel, when am I going to meet her? I, you know, I'd really love to meet her. And he keeps saying, you know, I'm just really cautious about it as he should be, um, blah, blah, blah. And then she says the thing that honestly, I lost all respect for this girl. She says. It's been seven months. It's not like I'm going anywhere. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) We were mid-stride and I stopped dead in my tracks. I turned right towards her and I said, amy it has only been seven months and my eyes went wide with anger and she was just trying to do survival mode to get home so i would not kick her ass and she says right true oh, really are we what i had to tell you all i was like i am putting this in the podcast i am so fucking pissed off what no,, you fool! It's you're not going anywhere. What Your track record has been seven months. Oh, listen here, if anyone doesn't know this. When we enter relationships, our hormones, they change. <laughs> and we get we get into what we call, a honeymoon period, and that honeymoon period lasts roughly around two years, okay? And then what happens is your hormones revert back to the baseline level they were when you weren't with this person, before you met your partner. That's when sexual interest starts to lower. That's when, you know, you're probably chill about farting. Uh, in front of them and you know all these things that you are keeping you know shrouded in mystery in your relationship are no longer a thing and you kind of settle in and 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 they're yeah your hormones both of y'all your hormones go back down and then I always say that is when the relationship really begins <laughs> it's hunger games bitches That's when it really starts. That's when your relationship is tested the most. And this is the first opportunity. I don't care if you dealt with a death in your relationship, like in your family with I didn't really phrase that well. I don't care if you dealt with a death in your family, a close loved one, while you were in a relationship that had just begun and you're like... I think we're just so much better because we, like, we went through a lot at the beginning, you know? So, like, we really had to, like, get to know one another. Um, Fair enough. Totally valid. I once thought that for my own self. Um, But it's not not the same obstacles and challenges that you're going to face later on. There's really some people... Find that the mystery kind of dissipates after six months. Um, but usually, like a year, oh my God, if someone tells me they've been together for a year, I'm like, God, it's so rocky. Are they going to make it? Um, two years, the same. Three years, the same. If someone has surpassed five years in their relationship, then I will rest easy and be like, okay, I feel like we can kind of be secure for a few years in this relationship. You know, if I'm talking to someone about it. Um, so when you say, I haven't been, I'm, it's, it's not like I'm going anywhere. It's been seven months. I was looking around for some kind of punked video camera, like somebody, because I just, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, so that was the story I wanted to tell you. Huh. So let's get into attention O's, and then after I'm going to tell you a story about trying to adopt a dog. Um, and an asshole woman about sexual abuse. Oh, stay tuned. One day I will, one day I will. In my coaching biz, um, people who've never had an orgasm or have had a few but aren't super confident in them um, are always, you know, asking, like, why does it, poof, it's gone, it evaporated. And the answer to your question is what I call attention orgasm. I made that up myself. I don't know what other people are doing. I mean, probably not a lot because, you know, (laughs) V-squads, their pleasure is not important. So we will not um, make anything up for them and make words or titles or terminology. So I will. I call this attention orgasm. I'll tell you why. There are different kinds of orgasms and um, this could be the reason why you're losing out on your orgasm. How many times am I going to say it? I don't know orgasm, orgasm. So this, um, this is gonna pertain to anyone who's centurbates. If you like cross your legs um, and squeeze. By the way, I've got a course on my website, um, to help you transition out of that. And now the pleasure coach.com. Like, but you don't. It's not just for centurbators, Like so many people deal with this. So, um, if you are, when you decide to have, let's for now, let's just talk about masturbation. If you decide, hey, I'm going to go masturbate right now and you don't you're kind of like not super aroused, you get, let's say, into the bedroom and you kind of just grab a vibrator, put it on the third speed, fourth speed, whatever your favorite speed. And you kind of just get it on there. Maybe you have a little bit of lube, maybe a little bit of wetness from yourself or maybe nothing, but not too much. And then you kind of just pop it on there. And it kind of feels like it's really touchy. Like... You kind of have to hold your breath, and you're like, Oh, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Zzz, and then if you move or breathe in a certain way, then it, it just, it's poof by poof. The mega magic dragon lived by the sea. And then, in a land called something, something. I gotta get back to what I was saying. Anyway, okay, you're back into your bedroom. You're masturbating. And it's just like super, it, it's, it's, it, you're, you're walking at, Fine line, and at any moment, your orgasm could go. And if your orgasm is very small, remember, an orgasm is anywhere between 4 and 43 ish pulsations. And so um, we have many different types so many different types, okay? Like we can have big ones, small ones, we can have like um, faint, long ones, we can have big, explosive, um, short ones um, itty bitty ones, a little, sometimes I have those like, I'm like, Oh, that was not worth all of that time. Um, then I try to go again and it's just not, I'm just not in it for the day. Um, and when I have been having sex with past partners, I will literally tell them what kind of orgasms I've had because it helps them understand that they're all going to be different Um, And like sometimes if I had a smaller one, I'm like, no, we really need to go for another one because I'm not okay with this. And fun fact, people, um, research shows heavily that um, after uh, V squads, uh, usually one orgasm with a partner is not enough. They actually feel really agitated if they've only had one orgasm. So um, that's fun to know. And I'd say accurate for me. Um, But sometimes you just a lot and sometimes you just go for one so if you're losing out on it here are a few things so there there's a difference between just activating your clitoris and then activating your clitoral body so a lot of the times we just interact with our clitoris because we know it's there and okay I know what it feels like but if you haven't worked up um any kind of um arousal if you haven't um, grabbed some lubrication and let's say maybe you pop, pop some lubrication on um, an old t-shirt on top of like a pillow and kind of rub up against that while you're, let's say you're watching porn or something like that or thinking about something or reading one of your sexy books or running through something in, in your mind and you're like a memory or whatever. Um, if you're not getting your body adjusted to what's going on, then you are gonna lose out on your o's and have a tension o i want you to remember that the clitoral body and the penis and testicles are literally like made up of the same things just in different proportions remember everyone starts off as female in the womb and then then things start to change so we have erectile tissue as v-squads in our clitoris and so um when we are aroused we get an erection it's just smaller and so um you can't just expect a guy to be like oh there he needs a bit of warming up not not as much i'll give you Um, but you need to warm yourself up you know you can be aroused and but not not enough to get you somewhere right be like just a little bit but not enough to get you anywhere, right? So it's really important to warm yourself up. Okay. Um. I will do a separate episode on on warming oneself up. Remember that as V squads, we. Okay. Thank you. My fridge is making noises. We have low level arousal a lot of, a lot of the time. Not all the time. I'm not saying that. Like right now, I don't have it. But you know, we have like this low level hum of arousal, and it's we have to kind of purposely choose like "Mm, I feel it I'm just gonna mm, pick it up and we're gonna roll with it and um, it's not blatantly in our face like an erection is or like my dog's erection right now ironically every time I talk about sex every time I speak to a client he's in the background humping his pillow which makes no sense to me because like we're literally just talking about sex no one is doing anything he just is such a smart dog um, so this low-level arousal hum um, is cause there. You could be doing the dishes and feel like, oh, hmm, I kind of feel hmm, good. and But life gets in the way and kind of have to push that down. So you have to choose like, okay, I, I, get, I feel that little wave. I'm going to ride it. I'm going to go back into the bedroom and see what we can do. Um, so I will get into warming up and that kind of stuff in another episode. Another reason – um that could be causing you to not have good orgasms lose them frequently or not yet have them is because you are using your toys wrong first of all you cannot desensitize your clitoris I'm not going to repeat myself because I already have an episode on did you desensitize your clit obviously I did a spoiler alert you can't but if you need to know more about that, you need to go and listen to that episode. So it's really important that you start off on a low setting. There is a reason it's there. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like getting into a really hot bath. Um, you would never jump right into it or really quickly. Get into it, you would you need to start kind of putting your toes in and adjusting your body or like a cold one too. Um, you need to adjust your body to what's happening because your body requires acclimatization. So that is what you need to do with your clitoris because you can't just go (laughs) like what the fuck? What do you expect from it? Like it is extremely sensitive tissue with 8,000 nerve endings. Um, Maybe it's like kind of – it has like a softy, right? Like half half erect, half not in terms of arousal and that kind of stuff. And it needs a little bit more. It needs sensitive touches. It needs you to interact with the nerve endings and all that kind of stuff. And so if you're going straight for like a a speed right away, you're, you're forcing an orgasm out. Now, let me tell you, you can certainly do that. I had done that for quite a number of years before I became a sex coach, before I realized on my own what the fuck was happening and how I could have better orgasms. So... You can certainly force one out if you really try, but th- that's why you're going to feel like it's super easy to lose and you're not going to have really great ones. You're going to have kind of small, faint ones. Um, and they're kind of going to kind of feel like um, like water kind of just spilt over the over the counter, like nothing just kind of spilled a little bit. That's it. There is a reason why there is a low setting. I want you to use it. So your homework today is to tap into the low level arousal get yourself even more aroused however way you feel necessary i want you to grab some lubrication whatever kind that is and i want you to place it in and around your vulva and do light touches because i want you to heighten those nerve endings it's kind of like when you do tickles on someone's arm the hair on your arm And it heightens the um, pleasure, which is also why pubic hair is actually super nice. By the way, if you're not like always shaving it, um, it heightens the uh, the pleasure. So. Um, start to trace your vulva, whatever. Or you could do what I do sometimes and I pop a pillow down and I squeeze some lube on like a soft old t-shirt, place it on top of the um, pillow. This is when I choose to like masturbate while I'm riding a pillow. And I just place it there and I kind of just let the lubrication do it myself, do do it itself. I'm not like a big person on tracing it with my hands all the time. Um, so, I will just like gently kind of slip and slide over it, and it feels really nice. And then, I, if I'm watching something or I'm listening to music, whatever, I could be touching my breasts. And that is a simple way that you can do to get your vulva and clitoris um, getting a little bit more sensitive and heightening, heightening, I don't know, um, exposed to the sensations. And you'll start to feel, I mean, it's not gonna happen all the time. I mean, it didn't happen to me this morning, but um, like a few days ago, I felt like my heartbeat and like literally inside of my vagina. Cause I you know, I was taking the time to just do this and not go straight for the toy. I know how nice it is to go straight for the toy, you wanna get that orgasm right away, but I'm sorry, we do require extra time. So you have to be at peace with that essentially. So, um, and then when you're ready, you can then grab your vibrator and place it under you, or you can grab your toy, your air section or the Sensonic technology stuff, like grab your, your toy, um, and play around with that. Um, if you want to be on your back and you don't want to touch your, vulva with your hands, you could always do the exact same thing I did, but then have the pillow in between your legs while you're laying down and kind of move it around or um, cross your legs around it too. And that's going to be an amazing way to heighten that experience. And then slowly spend time. I know you're like, fuck, how many times I got to do this slowly? Um, you don't have to do this every single time, but if you could get yourself acclimatized to it, that would be good. Maybe every other time you masturbate, try this. I swear my neighbors are like, what does this woman do? <laughs> um, and then start to – well – Fucking hone in on what you're feeling. Stop being so numb to what your experience is. Okay, great. I like that speed. I'm gonna amp it up a little bit. Oh, is it too much? Let me put it under the pillowcase or under the folded t-shirt I've got here. So it's not super um um what am I saying? Super, super, super mm intense, super intense. So, um, and then, so yeah, then you can play around with different speeds and different variations and that kind of stuff. And, um, so yeah, and then you want to start doing a bit of Kegel activating that clitoral body. Now this will have to be a different episode as well, but, um, a few things. I want you to kind of like practice moving your hips. Um, It doesn't have to be crazy, um, but so many people just kind of like expect their arm and the vibrator to do it. And if you're not squeezing your butt, clenching your butt, um, kind of like you have to stop a pee, um, do that. Another way you can do it is pretend that you're trying to hook your butthole over your belly button, and that is a full Kegel while you're pretending to stop um, peeing, like stop urine mid stream. Um, and so if you practice those, it doesn't have to be intense. My God, mine are just small. And, um, I got to activate, activate the muscles inside, start getting that, those, that clitoral body moving and grooving. Now the toy that I've been recommending like crazy is Sila. And it does um, something amazing. It's new technology, which I think is a big game changer for V squads out there. It literally, it claimed at first, I was like, "Mm, I don't believe this. It claimed that it could teach a woman how to owe a V squad, how to owe um, just by using the Sensonic technology. And I thought you are, you guys really need to do something else because this obviously is going to be exactly like the air pulse technology, which is like air, air, <laughs> um, satisfier pro and womanizer and that kind of stuff. It's not, and this is a perfect prime example of tip of the clitoris activation versus clitoral body activation. I'm a big fan of air pulse technology, like uh, you know, Sona and womanizer that kind of stuff. Um, I learned how to have an orgasm with um the Satisfier Pro on my back. I could not have an orgasm on my back to save my life and I used this to figure it out. Now we've got this new technology and it's I think it's a game changer. I have had so many followers message me telling me that they bought it right when I when I had done the first video on it on TikTok and they were hooked and now they have learned how to orgasm. There are a few people who find it a little to be a little bit too intense, which I also have found um, in the past, but now I have figured out how to position it to work with me. And that is going to be the case for every single toy you ever own. Some will be a little too intense. You will adjust to it or you can put a t-shirt or a pillowcase between you and the toy even if it sucks and it will work you just got to put lube on it. So Sun Sonic Technology which is sila By the way, I have a link in my bio you can get a discount. I am never one to hit affiliate links because I I just hate I'm like oh god, I got to go click on this and then da da da. I knew I was going to get a call. Hang tight people. Oh, I had to get that call. Apologize. So the affiliate link, I've never, yeah. And, but I'm now realizing that um, I'm going to do that from now on because I would appreciate it. You get to listen to this podcast for free. You guys get to watch the videos on TikTok and Instagram and the grid posts completely free. Um, so if you decide that you want to get this toy, any toy from Lilo, Please just hit the link in my bio. It literally gives me a few dollars from each sale, and it helps me just keep keeping keep keep on keeping on. Um, so yes, okay, that was my plug. So, um, Cela works the clitoral body, and air pulse technology, like womanizer, that kind of stuff, activates just the tip of the clitoris, and you are responsible for activating your own clitoral body there are plenty of people i know who have learned to have an orgasm with satisfier pro and that kind of tech um so i'm not here bashing it i will always stand true to my lovely you know there for me at the very beginning but we have we've moved up in the world people are understanding a bit better about v squats knees and clitoral body activation um so it's been pretty pretty big so that gives a bit of an, an idea breath work is really important when you are getting to the point where you are gonna you feel like you always hit that plateau for a moment you will feel like you've lost it if you start to focus on deeper breathing from when you are having shallow breathing when you you know got to that point um, stick with it listen I lose them all the time I get very frustrated and I go okay it's okay just stick with it if you need to do the intrusive thought repellent that I've done, that's on a different episode to kibosh like intrusive thoughts or mental blocks, that kind of stuff, um, do that. Don't give up on yourself though. And um, focus on your breathing and focus on what feels good. And um, don't feel afraid to touch yourself. That Squeeze your boobs, squeeze your nipples. If you need to like spank your own ass, whatever gets you there. Um, so that is my episode on tension orgasms. Now I will, I'm creating a YouTube account, so I will go more in depth on tension O's. If you need help learning how to have an orgasm, there's my chair making lots of noise. You know where to find me. I'm here forever. Um, you can set up one session. You can set up a bunch of sessions and I don't ever, uh, pressure you to do more I'm just like, cool, I'll see you when I see you. And you're the one responsible for your pleasure. Um, So yeah, that's what I have for you today. Now let's get into this stupid story. It's a very short story about this dog rescue thing. So the other day, as in yesterday, so, okay, let me start by this, with blah, 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 by saying this. I am actively, like, I've made the choice now, actively start to look for uh, another dog for Daxel. Daxel just turned seven the other day, and I have always toyed with, like, should I get him another dog, should I not? Da, 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 da. I'm an only child. I don't even know what it's like to have a sibling around. What I don't know how that works. Um, what emotions there are, but I finally came to the point where I've decided it's time to find a companion for Daxel, Um, and I don't want it to be like a puppy because I just think it's way too much of an overload for a dog at this age. And also who wants to deal with puppy energy right now? So, um, I've been looking online for rescue pups, dogs, and, um, I came across this one dog, Zula, and she had been, um, she was in a drug house and they rescued her from that and she was sexually abused by her owners to the point where she like had major um, surgery because she was going into sepsis shock, septic, it's not, she's becoming septic. Um, anyway, so she, she almost died and anyway, she's so cute. She's an American bulldog. And she's gray and she's such a cutie patootie. So I was reading more about her and I just felt so drawn to her because the other day, ironically, I I just feel very connected to universe. That's what I call, you may call God, Yahweh, Buddha, Allah. I call, I go call her big mama. So she's my universe. And um, the other day I was walking before I saw this, um, this before I saw Zula online for some reason, in my mind, I just thought I should adopt a dog who's been sexually abused. I, what the guy? Well, I've never thought that thought in my entire life. Um, so I was really thinking about it. Like, wow, I wonder what she would have gone through or he would have gone. I don't know. Um, and I was just like, okay, that's an interesting thought. And I wonder why that's come up, you know? Um... So so interesting that I came across her. Like I saw her, she was super cute. I clicked on her because of her name. Uh, some of you know I was born in Zambia, Africa, and parts of my fam. My dad lives there. I <laughs> don't like. I've tried to keep my life so private, and I'm just like here. Here's my life. Um, he lives in Zambia, Africa. Has a company there, and um, the there's a language elsewhere in Africa called Zulu. And so anytime I see a name or a word similar to Zulu, oh shit, I got to sign on for that master class. Um, <laughs> um, three o'clock. So I saw her name and uh, that's what attracted me to her. Anyway, I thought, okay, no, she, she can only be for one one person. And uh, like she'd only be suited for one One person, which would be fine because I'm just one person, but no other dogs because she's fairly agitated by other dogs. Anyway, I reached out to her, to the woman, and I just introduced myself and I said, I was sexually abused as a child and I feel like I could be a really good um, support for Zula because I just get it and I understand. Um, now I asked for the questions, obviously Daxel is my first top priority, make sure he's safe. So I asked like how agitated by other dogs is she like, can, if she learns to trust, is that fine? Can that work? Has she been known to tr eventually trust another dog in the house? And the response I got back was, uh, it was literally like two lines saying, As mentioned in her bio, she's easily agitated by other dogs. So, no, she should not be in a house with another dog. Sorry. That was it. And I just, like, even though I am someone who opens up and shares pretty, in a pretty vulnerable way, an open way about sexual abuse and what I've experienced in my life, um, like, when you open up to a stranger because you're trying to explain why you'd be a good fit and, like, there's this extra connection, it is kind of scary. And the fact that she didn't even acknowledge, I don't need, like, there's no need to, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. All you need to do is be like, hey, thanks so much for reaching out and sharing a bit about your past and how you feel like you'd be best Um, for Zula unfortunately because she's had you know some issues she really is agitated by other dogs and therefore we're only going to be allowing people to adopt her who have no other animals that's it like literally just acknowledge that I shared with you a very scary big thing but she did it so anyway she's in Ontario I don't like her And, uh, her first name starts with a K and last name is with a G and, um, and then if, you know, I'm not going to say anything else, but like if someone, and she's a foster coordinator, if someone in Ontario is listening to this, who knows KG, who works for a fucking dog rescue center locally, then and you have had a dog in your system named Zula, then maybe you should contact this woman and share a bit with her about how to properly work with humans. I get she works with dogs mainly, but like, holy shit. Anyway, those are the two stories that I wanted to share with you all today because I'm feeling far more comfortable about sharing it all with you. Um, so I think what I'm going to do from now on, um, moving forward is, um, I'll share some stories and then I'll share my, my education side. Um, next week, I'm hoping to have, uh, an episode with, with, um, Heather Kirby, who teaches sex education for grade seven and eights here in Ontario. We did the recording the other day on zoom and then lot the recording stopped midway through and I lost the entire thing. So we're going to have to redo the um, episode. And that is why you're listening to my voice and not Heather's voice with me this week. So that's really exciting. So I'm going to end it here. A few things. If you have not signed up for my very cool newsletter, I want you to because listen here, I fucking hate newsletters. People don't take the time to think, okay, people don't want to read about what I've been up to. And like a whole fucking entire nine paragraphs of like, our company made it to zero gravity today. Like who cares, Pam? Um, So I have worked really hard this month to find a way to create a really good, um, engaging, interactive um, newsletter that benefits just you. I have like a little blurb at the very beginning that says kind of what I've been up to. The rest is like book picks that I've, I've suggested. I've picked three, every month I'm gonna pick three videos that I've relied on, found myself looking at, each um in the month and then i'm gonna link it so there's that you can link the podcast is linked you get a freebie wallpaper every month and if you are late to the game they just keep accumulating so if you missed one they're gonna be there um you get updates on like what's happening we've got something dropping this month which is so exciting i'm so you guys are gonna love it i've just i've created so much with you in mind it's all for you i'm so excited um do I've done spotlight creator. Uh, so for those of you who are like looking for extra help, but have no idea where to go, I'm going to spotlight people, um, on this newsletter and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it will take you directly to their Instagram. And I just think that's really important because we're a hub. We all have to support each other. So all of us sex, um, content creators and sex educators, um, need to support one another. And I'm really big on that. So anyway, if you want to sign up for that, you can go to nellthepleasurecoach.com. There is a pop-up that pops up like two seconds after. And if you miss the pop-up, you can go right down to contact and it says sign up for the newsletter. So, With that being said, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to say thank you so much for being a part of this. Keep messaging me all your stories and all the things that you are, like things that are happening for you as you take this information and and change and work through things. I'm just so excited. All right, everyone. I will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.